Where do you go to fill your emptiness? While on pilgrimage to the Holy Land, this was the question that I found myself being confronted with over and over again. Where do I go to fill my emptiness? One thing that happens when you take a pilgrimage is it it gets you out of your comfort place. That's one of the main purposes of it. It gets you away from all the things that you're familiar with in life, whether it be familiar faces, familiar environment, a language that you speak, the same kind of foods that you're used to, American coffee in the morning, those little things that you take for granted, you're not exposed to them anymore. And so what happens when you go on pilgrimage, you feel the weight of your emptiness a little more, your vulnerability, because you're not able to fill it with the things that you're accustomed to in your normal land. And one of the temptations I kept struggling with was at the end of the night when we'd finally get home from a long day, it was about, we were 60 people in one bus and we saw 51 sites in 10 days. And so you're just going from place to place to place from morning until evening. And so oftentimes when I get back, I just feel so tired. And I noticed that the temptation kept coming to me was to get onto YouTube and start looking at highlights of The Office. I mean, something about Jim pranking Dwight brought me great relief for some reason. And it was just the, it was the familiarity of it. You know, it was a known environment that I was accustomed to. But one thing I noticed though was that when I would spend that time in the evening just like binging on YouTube or just looking at familiar videos to fill that emptiness, when I went to sleep at the end of the night, I'd feel even emptier. I'd feel even worse. And then the next morning I'd wake up even more tired. But on the other hand, on those nights when I got back and I was strong enough to actually go and begin to pray when I got back to my hotel room, read the scriptures or pray the rosary, something like that, it was much harder in the moment. But when I went to bed, I went to bed with a great sense of fullness. And when I woke up the next morning, I always felt empowered to go into the day with a whole new strength. So this idea kept coming to me on this pilgrimage. Where do I go to fill my emptiness? And I guess for that reason, one of the most powerful moments for me was when I went to visit the Holy Sepulchre in the church, in the very place where the body of Christ was laying after his crucifixion. You have to go into this very tiny chapel. It's big enough for about three people at a time, and you can actually put your hand on this slab where the body of Christ was laying after he was wrapped up after the crucifixion. And just being there in meditation, something occurred to me. What Christ was laying on that slab, he was absolutely empty lifeless. It was a dead body. And it was here in his emptiness that the Father sent down the Holy Spirit to raise him up, to give him new life. It was the empty body of Jesus Christ that became the very source of our salvation, of the redemption. And that's what I realized. Our emptiness is meant to become the very meeting place between us and God when we surrender it to Him. Redemption begins when we allow God 
to encounter us in our emptiness. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's why we call the Holy Spirit the life giver. He is sent to give new life to what is dead in us, to bring it back to life, to raise it up. And we see this most clearly every time we come to Mass. One of my favorite moments of the Mass is called the Epiclesis. The Epiclesis is the moment the priest places his hands over the bread and wine after they've been brought up, and he asks that the Holy Spirit come down to transform them into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. Now that word epiclesis doesn't so much refer to the action of God as to the emptiness of the offering that is placed before him. Epiclesis comes from the Greek, epi means to come down upon. Klesis comes from the Greek word kaleo, meaning to cry out, to groan. So in other words, we're asking the Holy Spirit to come down upon the emptiness of these offerings that we're placing on the altar before him. The emptiness that groans to heaven to be filled with God. And God responds to that cry, that groaning of the emptiness, by sending forth the Holy Spirit to bring new life, to transform what is dead into living bread and the chalice of salvation. The empty vessels in the Mass become the very source of our salvation. And that's exactly what happened to the body of Christ as it was laying in the tomb. It was lifeless. It was dead. It was empty. But it was the very emptiness of His body that cried out to the Father to send forth the Holy Spirit to give Him new life. Jesus' dead body in the tomb was the first epiclesis of the church, the first time the Holy Spirit came down upon the emptiness and transformed it into new life. And the next one was what we celebrate today on Pentecost. When Jesus said, go, told His apostles, go into the city and pray, and do not go out until you've received the power from on high. In other words, when He said, you can do nothing without Me. So you cannot even preach the gospel without my aid. Therefore, wait till the power comes from you on high and he will empower you to go out and preach my word. Same thing happens on the altar every time. We come here and we place an empty offering before God and he transforms it into new life. And that's also the story of every one of our lives. And what does that mean for us? It means that our greatest power is actually our weakness, our emptiness, that which is dead in us, which cries out to God to fill us with new life. That becomes the very place of our redemption. We as human beings, we're called epicletic beings. We're beings that are always longing for something or someone outside of us to complete us. It's our emptiness within us that actually gives rise to what we call love, right? Love, we love, we say we love things or persons that we see as able to fill our emptiness, that in some way complete us, right? That's why it's interesting. We we say we're independent human beings, and yet 
whenever we fall in love with someone, we say, you complete me. We recognize that we need someone outside of ourselves in order to complete us. So the question of life ultimately comes down to, where do I go to fill my emptiness? To God or to creatures? To prayer or to YouTube? We can each ask ourselves that, especially at nighttime. At the end of the day when you've worked, you've given yourself to your family, and you're feeling tired, where do you go to get new life? In the Gospel, Jesus says, Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling within him. What does this mean? If we love Christ, we will bring him our emptiness. We will bring to him the groanings within us that long for new life. And he will answer it by coming to us, by coming to dwell within us in the Holy Trinity. That was his promise to his disciples right before he left. But it's very, very difficult, is it not? I mean, our temptation is always to either quench that by numbing it. We can numb it with alcohol, with drugs, or with music, so I just can close out the poverty of my being. I don't have to think about it. Or I can go to YouTube or to Facebook or social media, and I can try to fill it with that. But what happens? Pay attention to how you feel after you go to creatures to fill your emptiness. Your body will tell you itself, I am not the answer. That's not what you were looking for. When we go to things in this world or creatures of this world to fill our emptiness, it only leaves us more empty. And that's because the emptiness within us was made for God. It's our emptiness. That's the place of redemption when we allow Him to meet us there. So on this Feast of Pentecost, on the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles, we can ask ourselves, what's the emptiness in you at this time in your life that is crying out to be filled, crying out for new life? Your poverty is the very place that God wants to encounter you. Your emptiness is the very place where He wants to fill you. It's meant to be the meeting place. It's the place of encounter. It's the place of redemption. We just have to be willing to meet Him there. So when you receive the Holy Eucharist, I invite you to just take a moment to close your eyes. Descend with Christ into your heart after you take Him within you. He descends upon the emptiness of the offerings here to transform them into Himself, not so that He can stay on the altar, but so that He can then descend into you to join you in the very depths of your heart to be the answer to your emptiness there. We just have to be willing to go with Him instead of looking for the love to complete us outside. All you have to do is let him in. To say to him, I want you to be the answer to the emptiness within me. 
and he will fill it with the only thing capable of answering our deepest longings, our deepest groanings, that which cries out to God to be filled. He will answer it with himself.